no, 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 no. What the fuck is going on? Jeremiah Watkins, what the fuck is going on? We got a sound check, sound check. Do you like the song? Remember that song by Cisco? It went thought the thought thought thong. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Here we are. Welcome to the podcast. I'm excited because you do music and I do music. And yeah. It feels good. Yeah. No, no, no. Anytime I link up with somebody who does music, I'm like, ooh, let's have some fun. <laughs> Adding your own stereo That's right. effects. <laughs> oh, my favorite jam's on the radio right now. So what's going on, man? Are we have we begun? We've begun. I, yeah, I like this yeah, organic yeah. opening. Oh no no no! Oh 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 yeah! Let me ask you a question. Hey, you're a father now. You're a father now. You're a father. You doing that nasty shit? You sucking that snot out the nose? Tell us, Jeremiah, how does that go? It goes. Yeah. Can I get some more? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Got a song that's not real. That sounded good. That sounded nice, man. Does that have the chorus effect on it too? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I, th I think it has like a harmony yeah. kind of. Yeah, this one's wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's I think it's stronger than yours. Maybe yours goes through that. I don't know. Uh, I don't have yours linked up to this. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> that's what's up. But I have another box if we want to get to no, that later. No, we're not gonna make it too. We're not gonna make it too. I don't want to make it too difficult for you, dude. I mean, it doesn't matter. We're, I look at this as a little playground. You know what little, I mean? Little playground. Little playground. What kind of? I don't know. I think I feel like we're similar ages. But I was looking at old family photos of the, and it was a photo of me on a playground with my mom, and I was looking at the playground and it looked so unsafe. It looked really dangerous. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. The playgrounds used to be like... It was like gravel, wood, metal, like tires. It was like... Yeah. It looked like we could... Chunks we could of e trash. It could, we could easily die. Yeah. These. No, but real talk, I don't know if you had like anything in mind you wanted to talk about, but I, I asked you straight up right when, before we started. So, um, Jeremiah is a father, as we know, mm -hmm. and uh, I, I've seen videos on the talk on, on, on the internet where parents will suck the snot right out of their baby's nose like like i can't it's unfathomable to but, me but what he needs to describe i guess is also that um it, we're not sucking it out like snake venom <laughs> there's like a there's like a tool nor is the baby yelling you gotta suck it out <laughs> yeah hurry, hurry suck it out of my nose i saw a video where this is what you do yeah yeah oh my god yeah 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 so there's this tool that yeah. you use where there's a couple of different ones. There's one that's a squeeze one. Uh-huh. 
And then there's another one that's like a syringe kind of thing that yeah. you suck out of it. I prefer the one that is like a turkey baster kind of thing. Mm. And you put it up your kid's nose and you... But the problem is, is like, it's a very timing thing because they hate it. They literally are trying to swat it away because they don't like it. So you squeeze it and then it <laughs> fills it up and then you have to quickly... <laughs> You have to yeah. like pull it out real quick. It's really gross, but it helps them breathe. So you breathe. So you have to do it. Oh, like if they because you know when they're little, like especially when he started going to daycare. Yeah, they get sick like every other week because there's a different kid with a different cold yeah, who's yeah. coming in but and that's out. That's them getting stronger, right? Getting oh, str dude, my immune system now is pretty freaking strong. strong huh? You don't yeah. mind going on the road at all, huh? Shaking hands, no. taking photos. No, I still, I'll do any meet and greets, anything yeah, that yeah, people I was want. Not, yeah, I never was too bad about that. I did some shows during COVID. At like the height of the first wave, I was like in Miami doing shows and you would not think that there was COVID there. It was I was like in a hot, sweaty nightclub. Oh, yeah. I did a handful of those gigs where I was like, yeah, if I'm going to get it, it might happen tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I managed to avoid it for I the first time I got it allegedly supposedly was in May. This, oh, this year? year? Yeah. I think a lot of people recently have been getting it just yeah. because And I'll tell you what, a month later I got sick with some other random like 2-day bug and it felt worse than I mean obviously I'm back I was vaxxed and boosted and stuff so I don't know if that had anything to do with it but it felt worse than the vid. You know what I mean? Worse than the vid. Worse than the vid. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, man. So what's going on in your life? How you? Feel? I know this is your podcast. So sorry, I'm asking you questions. No, no, you're being a great guest and you're being a great co-host. You know what I mean? <laughs> you we, know, I love it. it. I was like, that's that's hey, how... hey Jeremiah, I brought a guest on our show today. <laughs> I brought my own guest. Yeah, you on the brought show. your own guest with you. <laughs> I like book somebody. You want to do a podcast? Yeah. That'd be I'm going so to call them in. That's a like, really funny thing. I might do that on another person's podcast. Like a piggyback kind of thing? Yeah. Where you get like booked? You, I feel like you wouldn't mind, and I think it'd be a funny thing. I think it'd be a funny bit if somebody it'd did that. It'd be a funny bit, yeah. you know? Yeah, uh, for sure. It'd have to, I'd have to like find like an actual famous friend, so if it like if the the person's podcast is, wouldn't be upset or, or, or... Right. It randomly makes sense. It's like, dude, I didn't ask you. I knew that it would help the numbers. And <laughs> yeah, I just got a, I got a bigger guest for you instead yeah, yeah. of me. John Mayer's gonna hop in real quick yeah. and uh, do some songs with you. Hey, John, can you take the last thirty minutes of my slot? I gotta head out of here. <laughs> I have a show in Dorrance right now yeah. that I gotta get to. So do you do you like doing the podcast? Do you like this? Do you like doing it in the sense that I started one and like it feels like work to me. It feels like the most work thing I do. So I some episodes are actual work if that makes yeah, sense do you sure. know what i mean but of when course. i'm vibing with somebody it doesn't feel like work absolutely the work really is honestly having to more review it later the performance is easy you know what i mean just just yeah. talking with friends we haven't had a chance to catch up in a while yeah. so i was like this is a great opportunity for us to hang I feel and like the make last some time music we saw and... each other i think you were, maybe i'm exaggerating this but we, I think it was at Bear Burger. We were doing it. I, I, that might be too long ago, but it might, maybe I saw you after that. That was one of the most recent shows. I, yeah, we probably saw each other, but that was probably one of the last shows that we did together. Yeah, for real. Yeah. It's good burgers, good little spot. It's yeah. now like a fancy time. In Santa Monica. Yeah. But I was about to ask you something. Fuck. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. You know what I'm really dealing with right now hmm. is, so I'm about to go to the Fringe Festival Uh I leave on Wednesday to go to the Fringe Festival. Well, I'm going to New York for a couple of days, and then I'm going to Scotland. I'm going to live there for for five weeks. And you're you're are you running like a full one man run, show? Full hour? Run, what are you hour, doing? Full hour every just about every night. 
Is this a new yeah, so, like album that you're going to be working on, like turning it into? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I have the last special on YouTube and then I know what I was going to say. So the work does come by when you have to go through the stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever, do you have an intern or anything like that? Have you ever thought about that? I have, I have a producer of this podcast who's been helping edit and produce this podcast for a while now. Yeah. And he is awesome. His name is, yeah. shout out to... Our boy Gage T Arena. Gage T, wait. Gage T Arena. Gage T Arena. Here on Hot Night 7.1 The Mix, Gage T bringing you the hottest clips. You've been nutted. No, so I I got an intern last year around August. Yeah. I just did an Instagram post and he helps me with the podcast. He edits, he subtitles all the clips. And well, that in itself is huge. Huge. And then he also, when I can't, he'll go through the footage of the of it. He'll, and he'll sit in. He'll do what you're doing with the piano. He plays the piano. Oh, that's great. He accompan- so I have a guest, and then he plays the piano, and I'll be like, hit me with some verb. And then, yeah, you just get so, a so he just to vamp. Get, just get to hang out and make some songs up on the spot. I'll be like, Topher, hit us with some chords. So that way you're not playing double D. You just focus on the creative part. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you're a voice teacher. Mama, mama, mama. Mama, mama, mama. Mama, mama, mama. Mama, mama, mama. See, you do that one note with all those chords. I don't know what key we're in. So we gotta need. This, you know what that music sounds like? It sounds like the music for when you see a TikTok or an Instagram video where they find a, a puppy or a kitten on the side of the road, like in a in a plastic bag, and it's like they save it, and it's like y'all just like y'all are lying, y'all are fucking lying. You just took a kitty or a puppy and you wrapped them up in duct tape. And you buried them in a ditch and you saved it. Fuck you, you're the fucked up person. Fuck you. Oh. Have you been seeing these uh, trends on TikTok where it's a nurse and uh, they're really sad and they're like in text with no music, they're just sad. And it says, just lost a patient. (laughs) People are getting real. It's insane, dude. My favorite ones are the people who are uh, differently abled or disabled or have and they have such a sense of humor about it. Like this one guy stitched a video and he was like, it was the first video was like, they say the music you listen to manifests and then it cuts to him in a wheelchair and it was like all... (laughs) Get up, stand up. <laughs> it was like that was the music he was listening to. He was wheelchair about it. I was like, this dude is a great guy. Yeah, at least he has a good sense of humor about you it. You know? Yeah. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> that was great. But I I talk about this I've talked about this a couple of times, but I think the funniest joke I ever told was a riff when I was doing an open mic in New York and it was at a music open mic and the act before me, he was a black dude, blind, and he was playing piano. It looks great. Looks great to me. Got the red light on and everything. I always like... I know, I get anxious too. Dude, I literally always... Bro, you're just like me. Oh my God, I'm the same way. I've stopped. I said, I know this is crazy. I I have to... And I know like I hit it. I know I hit it, but I'm like, I have to look at it one more time to make sure. You know, I heard a story and I'm going to get back to this little joke. I heard a story about another comedian. I like this dude a lot. Really nice guy. 
I heard from a friend that he had gotten to the airport. This comedian got to the airport. He was so neurotic about whether he closed the garage door or something. Right. That he called his friend and was like, can you please go to my place and make sure the garage door is closed? And he did and it was closed. But it was just like really funny. My mom uh, used to do that with our with our garage door. Yeah. And literally one out of 100 times it would be open. Wow. Yeah. She's like, did you kids look to see yeah. if I closed the door? And we're like, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. I get that feeling. I have this sense of anxiety. I'm told I have a general anxiety disorder, but I don't know. I don't believe it. But You got gads, baby. You gads? General anxiety disorder, baby. Gads! Gads! Gadzook, son! Today's episode is brought to you by Gads. For those of you who have a general anxiety disorder out there, make sure to call a hotline, find a friend, let them know what's going on. You're not going crazy. Gads and general herpes. <laughs> um, it sounded like you said general herpes, but you said... <laughs> general herpes. <laughs> what if there was a general named General Herpes? There I must mean, have been. he would be... It'd be he'd be laughed at a lot behind his back, A. Yeah. And B, I think he would be a very strong willed person because he'd have to have gone through a lot to climb yeah. the ranks with a name like General Herpes. General Herpes. Oh, back to this dude who had a who had a really good sense of humor. So he so I went after him. He was black, he was blind, and he played piano. And then I had to go after him. And he was truly and he and I actually messaged him the other like day. Like you followed him at a show? Yeah, it was like an open mic back in New York, like back gotcha. in the day. I used to do music open mics instead of like the comedy open mics. And I got up on stage and the first thing I said, Wow, real cool, dude. Another black blind piano player. Real original, bro. <laughs> Place erupted in laughter, including him. Great sense of humor. Right. He got it. He understood. He gets it. He thought it was funny. Yeah. But you know somebody else would be offended on, upon it, on I, his behalf. I always find that the people who uh, you're joking with are relieved that you're including them. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? They're Absolutely, literally relieved dude. because they're looking, they've they've seen clips or they've been to comedy shows themselves and they're like, nobody's going to go near me. They know, yeah. like, they know that that's most likely what's like going to happen. I do like that about like Andrew Schultz, for example. He really does go for the jugular with everybody. Goes in, baby. He goes in. Did you see his new special? I haven't seen it yet. I know he, he released it himself. Uh, no, I think he just released it like today. Oh, right. Or yeah. like very recently. Yeah. Um, that's or really, like this weekend or something. What he's doing know. is really inspiring. Basically, he bought his shit back from a major streamer and was like, I'm not cutting these jokes out. I honestly am hoping that the direction that that goes, I'm hoping that it will be a ripple effect. I'm actually personally not a huge fan of the YouTube self-release really? model. Interesting. Uh, that's how I did my last one, but only because pandemic, um, it just happened that way. I, no, I, I understand. I the, here's the thing, though. What I think, it, the pros of it is this great exposure for us as comics, because totally. I release a lot of stuff on YouTube for free. That's just mm -hmm. what I do. Like with my Stand Up on the Spot series, we're putting a ton into every production yeah. of that. And, you know, cost money, et cetera, whatever. The problem is with that model of giving it away for free. Yeah. is that it's almost spoiling the crowd in my opinion of like them taking for granted like what is free so like yeah. i i hope that this sticks the the schultz model of 
releasing it for five or ten bucks on your own still on your own yeah. i'm a huge fan of like putting stuff out there on your own but i i'm hoping that people will be willing to wrap their head around that and not like well why would i pay for this when, when all this 50 other free. comedians are releasing it for free so that's why i have like a slight issue with the um the current youtube model yeah i i hear what you're saying I, and it's and it's like where i feel like we're kind of at this weird uh I I, we're, I feel like we're at like the precipice of like the way comedy is going. First of all, like with TikTok, TikTok changed my life, and th you know, as comedians, like we're not supposed to steal jokes or things, but like that's the whole model behind TikTok is like stealing trends and stealing jokes and then doing it. Which I don't do that, but um, oh, it's, you mean it's, like with the the stitching of videos and stuff, or, or what do you mean? Well, like um, or just like you'll mean see, comedy, or yeah, you'll just see like. 10 different versions of the same type of joke. Not only that, people won't even like people won't even go out of the way to like use their voice. They'll use the sound of the original person's joke and then they'll do it and that will go viral. Oh, the lip syncing thing. The lips, they'll I've lip sync a joke. I've seen that. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's just sort of crazy how like shit is regurgitated on that app. Yeah. And then I see creators who get really upset when they find out like one of their bits or things got, it's like Honey, you're this is this you're, you're part of the like this is this is what you sign up for. This is what it is. Everybody's upset. It's like, no, that's just Dude, I had somebody comment on one of my crowd work videos with my guitar. They're like, "You're doing the thing the Filipino guy does." Would you know Jared Guzman? Yeah. And it's like, "Hey, bro, I'm actually buds with him. We just like kind of do the same thing. I don't know what to tell you." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. We both like literally like have been doing comedy around the same amount of time, et cetera, et cetera, it's or whatever. What it is, it's like every comedian is telling jokes. You could just say that they're doing the same. I mean, thing. on TikTok, it's the same thing. Like I'll post crowd work, and then like I'll get negative comments that are like, "Does every comedian have to talk to the crowd?" And all those comment like, "Yeah, the reason why you we know don't want to burn material." Yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Although now I've adopted a new kind of philosophy towards it, which I'm trying out inspired by a friend of mine who's a musician and he's and he he'll post the same 15 to 30 second clip he'll just record it different ways different like outside in his car or whatever over and over and over and over again and just post it over and over again and he does get people who are like yo why the fuck are you like we're done with this we're tired of it yeah but 90 percent of the people who see your videos on tiktok are all new people and so if you think of it that way you might lose people, but you also might gain another 10,000 people. Weird. And it is kind of bizarre. So I have been uh, posting like the same verse or the same thing of a song or two. I think we're in a different position if you are putting out a comedy song. Yeah. We're in a different position because songs have, I think, replay value where jokes kind of don't have sure. the same type of replay value. I mean, Bo people will re-listen to Bo Burnham shit all the time. Of course. Um, so, and I mean, I've gone to shows where I've done a one nighter here in whatever city and they'll request a comedy song. Mm. And so you're like, huh, I guess this, we're different. So yeah. we can post it over and over again or different versions of it. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this point being it's, we're like in a wild, <laughs> wild west of like how to get, how to make money doing this, you know? Yeah. But it's exciting though. It is exciting with, with the YouTube stuff. I mean, I'm I'm debating releasing it on YouTube again, um, but with more uh, like the last special I released, it wasn't even supposed to be released. I made it for like a thousand dollars. 
Yeah. And I ended up getting like a little over half a million views on it. And for somebody who was unknown, that's I, great. It was a huge deal. For yeah. Me, you know, that's awesome. Um, but, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like I'm talking too much. And I feel How bad. long have you been playing guitar? About since I was like 16, about 20, almost 20 years. No, I'm not. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Did I know you before you were taking the guitar on stage? Well, I've been living in LA for 10 years. And for the first year I lived here, I did not use the guitar. Then the answer is yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I have some memories of seeing you go yeah. up without it, but then I started seeing you bring it up like all the time. Yeah. I just took the, I had auditioned for JFL my sixth year of comedy. Mm-hmm doing stand-up. I auditioned in New York the year before, and then I auditioned in LA the next year. And then I kind of was like, not happy with, like nothing happened. And I was like, upset. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, this, and, and, and then you spend, you just spend all this time like running the same five to six minutes. And you're like, this is it. This is it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, it goes, it will go well, you know, then nothing happens and then you put all your like hopes and dreams into like this goal that you've been kind of taught yeah you put all your hopes and dreams into a goal into a dream which you believe will be the turning point in your life but that's not what's going to take you to the next level you need to believe in yourself you need to know what brings you joy. What brings you happiness. Not some arbitrary title like New Faces. Like introducing by Netflix. Not some top 10 list. Not some article from Vulture or Time Out. That doesn't matter. Your value comes from within. Remember that shit. You are somebody special. You are somebody special. You, you are somebody, somebody special, 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 special. You're so special, so special. Thank you for taking the time to let us do that. Of course. But, you know, I would be happy to get JFL or any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after all that. After, after all, all that. that. No, it's so funny. Like, the people who... I've never done it. Uh, I didn't get it this year. And I've been doing comedy for about 15 years. And I'm... I'm, I'm did you showcase <laughs> in the whole thing? I This year, I, that was like the first... How did they do it this year? Was it know, videos or was it in no, person? No, it was an uh, audition callback. Um, and you, you did the audition and the callback and the callback. Yeah. And, uh, it's funny. Like I, I was actually glad to audition at the very least because every year, almost for the last 10 years, I'd have my comedy peers come up to me and they were like, Hey, so when's your audition? And I'd be like, I don't have one. What do you, they're like, what do you mean you don't have one? I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I got, I don't want to tell you. I have reps. I have things and I don't got one. And they were like, what the fuck? Like, imagine how I feel. Like, you're coming. Like, I wish I had just had one. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, finally, I got an audition after, like, almost 10 years of 
by the way, doing fine. I'm like making a living doing comedy, you know? Which honestly, for a lot of comics, that is the dream. Just, that is you the dream. I mean? And I recognize that and I'm like doing really well and, um, and you know, it's, it, and it's kind of funny, like now that I am doing so well, uh, that it, it does like mean less for sure. Like it, like you realize kind of like, I remember the first year I toured colleges, I did like 40 colleges in a year, right? Dang, that's a lot of colleges. Yeah. And ever since then, I average like between 10 to 30 colleges a year, depending on like the year. That's great. And then um, I remember that first year I got back to LA after like this long, it was like a month long run. And I was like, I remember for like so long, I was just so buttered. I was like, why am I not on that show? How come I can't get on that lineup? How could... And then I came back with like, thirty thousand dollars from like a month of work you know what i mean yeah and then it kind of puts like things into perspective you're like why the fuck was i butthurt about a 10 minute set on like some show in the hot show that's in town you know what i mean and you kind of realize like sure that it has value in some way or another but it's like that's not gonna feed you feed you You yeah at the end of the day yeah, yeah you know so there's like a whole audience of people out in the rest of the country who like really fuck with you and like they're the ones who are going to pay your bills the rest of your life. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. Not play, some alt crowd in like downtown LA. Play to the crowd that want to, yeah, for <laughs> you know, sure, dude. You know what I'm saying? So there's just so many ways to do it. And uh, I wish I wish I had this perspective. I wish I could have. Perspective is, is like earned, right? It's not given. So, no. Uh, yeah well yeah of course like you wish you had like all certain perspective like year one into comedy like mm. so you would chill out a little bit totally. like, but uh you know it just takes time for us to be like all right i need to calm down and just focus on what makes me happy and the people who are liking my stuff happy yeah and, and there is people and, and whether it's like i tell people this now like if you have a thousand people that if you only have a thousand people that follow you and you're like creating art or work just try to picture those thousand people in one room, you know, and that's a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. It's a lot of people. And um, don't like be down on yourself, dude. I've, I've talked to, I've talked to like 18 and 19 year olds who DM me. They're like, I want to do music too, man. And like, nothing's happening. And I'm like, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> bro, I just started making money like five years ago. Right, right, <laughs> I'm right, like right. 35. Like chill out, chill out a little <laughs> chill, bit. Chill, my guy. But the problem yeah. is their role models are these people that are going viral and it's not real life. It doesn't make any stick. It doesn't, you know, it's not a career. It's like a couple of clips, you know? Yeah. I th- yeah. I think you can easily go down that path of seeking validation in the wrong way. And then just long-term, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know for a fact people with 10 million plus followers on let's say TikTok and like half a million on whatever on Instagram or whatever. And you know, those people are m- making money off their whatever they're doing, they're influencing, whatever you want to call it. But they're not making like millions and millions. They're making like a salary job of, yeah. of between, you know, a hundred to 200,000, which is really great. By the way, I'm not, I'm just saying like, th- like it's nothing to laugh at either, but they're also working their ass off too, you know? Right. In different ways. In different ways. So I don't know. There's no right. I don't know where I'm going with this. Do, you, turn, have a, a, do you have a musical family? Yeah. My, my dad was a uh, pop star in Argentina. That's real. Facts? That's a fact, yeah. Really? Yeah, so he died when I was six, but he was a pop star in Argentina, but he was around, like, I'm going to say our age. I'm 35 right now. Yeah. And uh, he may be a little bit younger. 
he was probably in his mid to he was an older guy he was 20 years older than my mom um but late 60s he was doing like now you gotta understand anything that's popular in the u.s arrives in other countries like at that time like a decade later yeah so in the late 60s he was doing like surf rock shit like you know those videos where people are like on the beach like da 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 right so he was doing that shit in spanish okay really As, uh, along with like covers of, of famous songs and things like that but he toured all of south america and all of europe he was a pastor i have his records at home i digitize his shit i could put a link to it that's freaking dope yeah and so when he moved and you know any artist who makes the jump from any country to another to america in particular you know it's it's very hard and almost it's very hard to like go mainstream mm-hmm. in that country right uh so he became a chef in New York. He was known as the singing chef because what he would do is, this is real, he would cook a really great meal. He was an amazing cook, amazing chef. And then he would come out with his guitar and sing songs to the, the guests. Like, About but, their food? No, he would just sing like, Volare, vol, like, like just classic Frank Sinatra songs, like yeah. classics, like that's amore, like shit like that. Like in the 80s and, and the, in the early 90s. He uh, died in 93. So like it was like the mostly through the eighties, and then he met my mom who was working in a coat room at the restaurant. But uh, to answer your question, like yeah, that's the most musical person in the family. And then they got me into piano lessons really early, which I hated. And then I picked up the guitar at around sixteen. Do you still play piano at all? Uh, I got back into it about a year and a half ago. Uh, I was actually really good at doing cla- playing classical piano, but it's a different beast. I truly hated practicing. Um, if I could go back in time and do it again, and if you're a parent or you're somebody who wants to do music, I would highly recommend learning how to play chords and jazz and progressions and learning how to solo and stuff like that. Cause I think in the long run, that's just like way more fun. I think classical piano enough to nerd out will give you a lot of great skill and dexterity, but you're not going to have the same kind of fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That for you sure. Would have, but you know, so that, but then the singing kind of came along and the songwriting came along and, uh, between you and me, when I picked up the guitar, I just, for a summer, I was I wrote two songs. And I was like, I'll just take these around open mics and stuff. And I was like, I'll see how this goes. And uh, it went really well. I, but I remember being so nervous I would shake on stage uh, to start out, to do the singing stuff. Because I just felt like it was so weird. Also, you know how it is, like how in America at least, how people look at music comedy. Yeah. Until, until it's good. Right? Until it's good. Then right? it's like, dude, you're epic. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. yeah. like, bro, there's so many examples of good musical comedy. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, but I'm told, like, I'm going to Scotland in a week or two. They love that shit in, in the UK. Sure. So I'm really hyped on that. So I think it'll be Yeah, good. I think they're going to yeah. be stoked. Yeah, it can be hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you have high interest death. It can be even harder to ask for help. That's where Upstart comes in. Upstart Power Personal Loans can help you pay down high interest debt. It's done online with simple and easy to understand payment terms. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score. Their model considers other factors like your income and employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000 without impacting your credit score. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Don't wait. 
check your rate today at upstart.com slash Jeremiah. That's upstart.com slash Jeremiah to check your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash Jeremiah. Keep it down up there. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. I, uh, any, yeah. Anytime uh, I hear that's Amore, you mentioned that yeah. uh, with your dad. I think of my dad because uh, we used to uh, go to the Olive Garden as a family and that song oh, would that. come on. Yeah. And my dad has a very like deep voice and he'd be like, when the moon hits the <laughs> sky like a big piece of Where are you from? It's from Kansas. Oh my, we're in Kansas. Kansas City, like Overland Park, yeah. Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there a couple times. Yeah, I did. I did a I did a NACA convention there this year. Okay, cool. Uh, the convention center there. Yeah, great barbecue. Oh, great of bar- course, that's yeah. what we're known for, man. Yeah. That's what we got. Burnt ends. Oh yeah. Burnt. Where did you go though? Oh, I well the the last time I was there, I just went to. I just got it in the hotel I was at, and they were actually really fucking good nice and then a year or two before that a friend of mine lived there and he took me to a place i don't remember the name of it but it burnt ends as far as barbecue goes i think is is my preferred oh it's amazing uh, uh, preferred like barbecue meal i was i was like blown away by how good that that shit is it's really good it's really good it'll put you on your butt like oh like It'll make you go horizontal. They, it was like it was a couple. It was burnt ends. They gave me some uh, potato salad, a couple of some pickles, and like two pieces of bread. And I might have even got a piece of corn, but it, that shit was shit. Is, although I can't really eat like that anymore, dude. Why? What happened? I I had lost my voice a couple of weeks ago, and I went to the ENT, and he was like, "You have terrible acid reflux." What? And uh, you have to cut back on meat. You have to have smaller meals. You can't eat late. You can't drink carbonated beverages. You cannot have acidic foods like ketchup, like tomatoes, like no fried foods, no coffee, no alcohol. Because that will burn your vocal cords. No, 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 no. No garlic or onion. Your life sucks now. But but I but for me, I think it's just within modern. He can't eat the barbecue. Can't eat the barbecue. Oh, gonna, oh shit! I'm gonna do the harmony. We're both like we're both like trying to help each other. Like, yeah, yeah. You want to do the? Uh, he can't eat the barbecue. He can't eat the barbecue. He can't eat the barbecue. You, you can't eat the barbecue. He 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 just wants a little can bit I get of sauce. Can I get a piece of rib? Or a little bit of burden? Can I get a big sausage in my mouth? He wants a baby sausage, sausage in, in my his mouth. mouth. 
He wants a big sausage in his mouth. He wants a big sausage in his mouth. I do vocal exercises every day. Do you? I do. Yeah. What's a, what's something that you could teach me as a vocal exercise? Um. All right. So this is going to look weird on camera, but I'm going to do it because I think it's good for people to see. Okay. Um, so first of all, I do about 10 to 15 minutes of yoga, um, stretching my intercostal muscles. If you don't want to do full yoga, just literally. The, for, for vocal exercises, really? Just to stretch out my body first because you're going to be using, you're going to be breathing in a certain way. You know, okay. Um, I don't want to go through the. I, you know what I've actually thought about doing, dude, is is doing a course for comedians of just like thirty minute, twenty to thirty minute vocal warm up slash workout and tips to help comedians. Dude, a friend of mine had to do a weekend and he lost his voice by like the third show, or after the second show, he was fucked because he's pushing and screaming too hard. Uh, yeah, and then just sort of like. You got to take certain things into account, right? So when you're doing, let's say you have a week of college shows, right? Which I've, there's times when I've had three or four college shows in a row and you're traveling from hotel to hotel. And you're so doing for, an hour each night, right? An hour each night. Okay. You got to factor in that the people are going to want to meet you after the show. You're going to have to factor in that you're going to probably eat shitty in the place you're at. You got to factor in that it might be winter and it's going to be super dry. So you got to think about all these things, right? and you're not gonna sleep as well, you're gonna forget to drink water. So you already have to like remember all, you gotta like do these things mm -hmm. that I feel like most comedians, I'm like a theater trained person, will not think about. I know, is that lame to say? But like it happens no, no. to so many people who lose it. Who no, lose. no, there's a lot of comics I know who lose their yeah. voice on the road. It just and, happens a lot. Yeah, and um so what do I do? Okay, so just basically you want your you want as much relaxation in here and in here as possible. And one of the things I'm actually doing this like online vocal course just every right now uh, is like uh, you bite your tongue mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you just sort of like because it kind of is teaching you to not really use those muscles here or here. When your tongue is not engaged, you're not gonna like engage these muscles. And you're gonna realize you can make any noise or any sound just with your vocal cords. Because what's gonna happen, you're gonna compensate by like squeezing shit in here, right? So, you know, a little warm up. So, okay. so what causes someone to lose their voice then? Uh, not breathing properly, not being supported in your breath. Uh, not breathing from here. So there's a couple of things you could do. Like first off with the breathing exercises, I will like shh and push all the air out. I'm not going to breathe in. So I'm going to push it all out and until, and I'm only going to breathe in when I absolutely have to, because what's going to happen is your all the air you suck in is going to immediately go like down here. Cause most people, they breathe up here. Okay, so so let's try it. So let's push it all out, and okay. we're not going to breathe until we absolutely have to. Okay, it's going to feel weird. Let's also swallow all the saliva in our mouth right now, so we don't un uh, swallow saliva. Shh. 
I don't know if you f- it felt like it went there a little bit, but it takes a little bit of getting used to. Yeah. You know, because I saw your chest move a little bit. That's okay. Yeah. Um. So you do. You're gonna do. So you'll do that, and then when you're when you actually take the breath, you want to hold the breath up here too. So this is starting out. So like it's essentially you're you're learning how to like, you you want your body to do it. I mean, you know, you have a you won't have a one and a half year old. How does your how is your baby so fucking loud, bro? You know what I mean? I'm not saying your baby is a cry, but how are babies so loud with no training? They seem like they can make unlimited amounts of noise and crying for hours and hours. Yeah. And when you see them breathe, you want a, a good example of how you're supposed to breathe. Look how, because a baby's not taught. Look how they've even told us this in, in theater school. Look how a baby breathes. They breathe with their whole fucking body. They're just like, like there looks like they're like, like, like turning into a balloon. Yeah. They, 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 they breathe with their whole body, but it's, but it starts from here. Um, you know, using visualizations, like pretending like there's a balloon in your stomach. So you'll do, th- okay. So essentially I'll do that a couple of times and then I'll do, I'll keep doing it. But instead of going, shh, I'll go. And what you want is a steady, consistent. Yeah. Like, like, it's, <laughs> like you're grilling. <laughs> and what, but what you want is a, a steady, consistent, uh, prolonged sound. And what you're doing is you're teaching your muscle, your stomach to, to slowly uh, dole out that air, you know. Hmm. And then when it's out, uh, like if I'm singing in the rain and I'm running out of voice, if I'm running out of air, air, you don't want to see anything up here move as much as little as possible. So I'll do it again, and you like you won't. I don't think you'll see my stomach in this angle, but. You know, like, ah, and you'll see like yeah. this fill up and like not this. Is that, right. do you, I don't know if the, it yeah. might move a little bit, but overall. No, I saw the, the stomach go. Boop. Yeah. And you know, the other thing that I learned in theater school, which is so if you're doing any sort of film or TV show or play and you're getting measured for a costume or outfit let it all out because you're going to appreciate that when you're on set and things aren't tight does that make sense oh, you like, would you want them to measure it for like for when you're going to be like at your most filled up yeah like for after you eat or whatever yeah otherwise yeah. it's gonna be a otherwise problem. you're like oof, this yeah, is really tight now and now, now i'm uncomfortable for 10 hours on set yeah oh but here's the here's the weird stuff that like i don't like to do in front of people but I'll do it here for you. Ooh. So first thing we do is, um, okay. <laughs> we make our face as big as possible. So it'll be like, okay. Like as big as you think you're, ah, right. And then you make it as small as possible. You do that a couple times. Okay. Then we're going to take our tongue and we're going to put it, like that, and we're going like this over and over. <laughs> <laughs> this is all. This is all in an effort to uh, relax the muscles in your mouth, your jaw, and your tongue. Right. This is also our course for going down on your significant other. <laughs> <laughs> it could double as a relax of the well, jaws well, in your mouth. Well, we're getting. We're, it's it's going to get even. It's going to get even weirder. Then you're going to go. I definitely just spit up something. That's okay. Then you're going. <laughs> You can really? Hit every corner, yeah. How, what what does that do? You're just you're literally just like think of your tongue as a muscle, 
And we're kind of just trying to tire that muscle out. Have you ever had trouble falling asleep? So you flex every muscle in your body and like tense up to like, I sometimes do that. Yeah. Force your body to relax. Yeah. That's essentially what we're doing. Okay. So, you know, do this and that. And that's, you're going to do that. Um, then, after you do all those things, I know it's bizarre. That's why you like, you got to do it in a space. Welcome back. <laughs> you have to do it in a space that you're comfortable in. And, uh, a vagina. Hello, fellas. <laughs> and then. Hello. And then you're going to go. So you're going to do kiss noises. You're going to go kiss to the right. Like a baby. <laughs> what is that I song? I bring Mike? to uh, my road on I thought you were Michael McDonald. Uh, what was that song by him? Yeah. That's on the. Yeah. 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 But you're going to go and up, down, to the left. And then you'll do that a little bit. And then what you're going to do is you're going to write your name with your initials. And you're going to do this until your whole mouth actually, you're going to feel it get sore. We're not going to do that, but it's going to get tired. And once it gets tired, do one of these. And you use your tongue and you stick out. And essentially. And what is all this doing exactly? You're kind of just bringing attention and focus to the, all these things in your mouth that you never think twice about. Mm -hmm. And you're going to realize how much actual attention you kind of hold. And your jaw and your different, jaw different places and, all these and stuff because like that. ideally you don't really want to be you'll you'll know when somebody is like doing all this shit with their mouth that is completely unnecessary one thing that i have had to work on especially just over the last couple of years the more voiceover and stuff that i've been doing is oh yeah you're doing some uh, some cartoons and shit yeah yeah, yeah. is mouth noise is a huge like that stuff. Little things like that. It's unbelievable when you focus on it, when you're listening back to recording and stuff like that. Yeah. The little... But they can get that shit out of there, can't they? They can get that out, but you as the person who is auditioning, you need to get that out yourself. Yeah. Because you're not really wanting to send a well, take. Well, we know how to edit that stuff. Luckily, yeah, but yeah. it's also a performance thing too. Because you yeah. can, if you dial in your performance it saves you so much time at the end where you're going through it if you yeah. nail your performance you're not having to edit that much yeah you know yeah and it's also like a matter of being hydrated um oh yeah and enunciating and stuff like that the last thing i would say that i do for vocally and i i i am a mumbler i'm from new jersey and i mumble uh if i talk fast so i have to work extra hard not to do that i put a cork in my mouth and then i'll go through the script once with the cork and then when i take the cork out everything is like almost perfectly enunciated it's very interesting so you you take this very seriously i take it seriously because i don't have the voice of of like will arnett or people who have there's people who could smoke, drink, and party, and then show up the next day and sound fucking incredible. All right, you know. Yeah, that, and that. I, I'm not one of those people. I will lose my voice. And, yeah. Uh, so I have to be extra. In fact, I will like leave loud places if it's. So you're not. Hey, what's you so know? That's the worst thing you could do for your voice. Also, like I'll, I'll go out of my way to talk a little bit higher now, when I'm with people, you know, and I lean in, you know. Oh, I think. What does talking higher do? Well, I think uh, it preserves your voice, right? Because that, is yeah, that why Michael Jackson did that? That's why he did that. And and if you look at if you look at any pop star like Beyonce or anybody who had a beautiful has a beautiful voice, 
they all talk really soft. They don't whisper. They talk soft. Whisper, whispering is also really bad for you. So they talk, they talk, they talk like this, and they and they do interviews. They sound because they, they save everything, bro. Hey Morgan, it's their money. There's no joke. Dude. I mean, it's kind of that. I mean, it's kind of the Justin Timberlake mentality. Hey, what's up? Yeah, you know, it's like very, and 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 it is kind of odd, but it, it it's just like. These guys are superstars and their voice is their whole livelihood. Mm-hmm. And for me, who I sing, it's my whole livelihood. I have to, especially with this next month, I got to take this shit seriously. Like no sure. alcohol, no weed, no drinking coffee. Just Is like, that, what's the hardest thing for you to, to not do leading up to this trip? I love fried food, dude. I love, yeah. I love cheeseburgers and I love French fries and fried mozzarella. Mm-hmm. And right now, I, I mean, I had a cheeseburger. I shouldn't have had it, but I've been working out. So I was like, I had a cheeseburger before I came here. So that's my, it's my thing, but I, I never really like alcohol and you know, that stuff is easy for me to like not do. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't find it difficult to not do that. I, I mean, not to like talk down anybody who does have a problem with alcohol. No, it's all good. It's, it's, everybody has their, I mean, everybody you know, has their own things and substances that they're drawn to more uh, yeah, than others. That's the main thing. And then, uh. You know, uh, I'm just being really diligent about like keeping a good sleep schedule and I use a humidifier. I have like a steamer, which those things actually really help all these things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do all that shit, dude. I take all that shit because I, I just, um, want my voice to be healthy, I guess. I don't want to be a nerd about it, but you know. Yeah. I have a, I have a segment that I do called wig. Would you be willing to put on a wig? I was hoping you'd ask that. Oh, that sounds really nice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. You want to do some lighty dies, or what are you what are you feeling today? Yeah. Da da da, la di da. Oh, so la di da. It's lighty die, Paul. You know. La di da. Okay, we could do la di da. That's fine. La di da. La di da. La di da. La di da. Sorry, I'm warming. Up. I'm warming up. No, Paul. it's okay. <clears throat> I'll, ta- I'll take the falsetto. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. La di da. 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 This is why the band's gonna break up. Why? Because I'm. This just... is why the band's gonna. What break do you up. mean? Why we're gonna break you're up? You're pitchy right now. I'm sorry. I'm being pitchy. We're warming up. It's La-dee. not like we're laying anything down right now. Let's try it again. La di da. 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 That was me. What are you doing? That, I'm I'm sorry. I stayed out late last night, and yeah, I may have gotten a Thanksgiving dinner at Denny's. Let's try this shit again. Okay. La di da. La di da. La di da. La di da. All right, now you all do falsetto, and then you you do. The, the other one. We know that 
I always do the higher part. Is that what you do? Yeah, that's what I, we always do. So I'll go even higher this time. <laughs> la di da. 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 I'm I'm sorry. Did you ha did, did you, you do cocaine last night too? Yeah, I did. Can I add in some other lyrics other than la di da? Yeah, let's hear your your genius lyrics. Okay, fine. Whatever you want to sing about. Okay, maybe I will. Art. Okay, Paul. If you spend less time on your hair and more time on the music and lyrics, okay, people wouldn't be writing that. Get shit ready about for these you. lyrics, you bitch. All right. I'm sorry I said that, but I meant it. One, two. Three, four. Measured stones rippling on the summer's eve Makes me wonder why, why we're here It's pretty good. And then, do you think we should we throw in like, um, like kitchen ingredients? Like paprika? No, why would, you, why would we add paprika to it? I was I was writing a poem and then you're suggesting paprika? Well, we had the parley, parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Like yeah, we, yeah we did that. That was a hit. But people will see that coming if we're going to keep doing ingredients that we find in the kitchen. All right, so say your line again. One, two, three, four. Measure stones. Measure stones. Rippling in the wind. On a summer, summer's eve. I got, I got the next one. Falling leaves. On a rainy afternoon. Driving through upstate. My gal looks over her shoulder. And she wonders why. Who? stepping on what, what I was I thought we were vibing out I thought you were Josh and let me add one more line okay candy canes and candle wax it's Christmas Eve wait I'm Jewish why would I say that I mean you're trying to write a hit that's why that's why I fuck with you Candy, candy canes and, and candle wax. It's Christmas Eve. Scarf left behind. What is time? Water into wine. Am I fine? Look inside your mind. Did I cross those lines? Me what's the line? Measured stones. Measured stones on a summer's summer's eve. A windy road, a babbling brook, falling leaves, and what I mistook. It's a good start. 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 Yeah. <laughs> you know what's... Uh, <laughs> the, like, 
I don't know how funny to, to be with this because I'm like, let's like we're writing a song. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> so, nice. Oh, that's fun. It's fun for sure. Yeah. Let's close out with this last segment. It's called Sax Talk. Oh, sax Talk. This final segment, Morgan is going to share a story of a sexual encounter. Don't know how innocent or graphic it can be. Yeah. Is whatever he wants, and I'm going to play some sweet, sweet sax along with it to accompany him. So whenever you're ready, I will follow you along with this. I say so. Yeah. The year was 2010 or 2011. I had just finished a comedy show. And there was a girl there with a friend of hers, and her friend was feeling me, but she wanted me. And I was like, what do I do? What do I do? So I asked their gay friend, what do I do in this situation? And he said, ask them to have a threesome. And I said, can you do that? He said, yeah. So I go to these ladies and I'm, and I'm 24 and I go, hey, do you want to have a threesome? And after a, so a short amount of deliberation, they said, yes. Fast forward, we're in a cab ride from Brooklyn to the Upper West Side, and I'm sitting in the middle, and the two girls are on my side, and they're going down on me in the back of this cab. The cab driver looks in the rearview mirror and I said, avert your eyes, this doesn't concern you. I bust into this girl's mouth in the back of the cab. <laughs> she, we get to the apartment and we go for round two. But because I busted in the cab, I only lasted about 10 to 15 minutes for the actual threesome part of it. I learned a lot that day. Save your energy. Yeah. That happened. That was real. That happened. Wow. Yeah. You spent all the all the good nut in the cab. I busted all the good nut in the cab. Mm. Yeah. And we can all learn from that, folks. Save but your nut. Save your nut. Save the nuts. Save save the squirrels. Save the nuts, save the squirrels. And save Morgan's info. Where can where can you find you online, uh, my friend? Yeah, just uh, at Morgan J. I would just pop my name into Google, and then hopefully the link tree pops up. I just use the link tree now, anyway. Uh, but yeah, Morgan J. J A Y. Morgan J. And where can people find you? Oh, they can find me. Uh, well, at Jeremiah Stand Up on all social media, and then uh, I'm on tour all the time. Madison, Wisconsin, there. coming up. Ooh. Dallas, Texas coming up. Ooh. Albany, New York coming up. Um, Fort Worth, Texas uh, in September. Ooh. And uh, Syracuse, New York. Be bouncing around a lot. And then Huntington Beach, I'll be back there headlining soon. So go see Morgan live. He's awesome. 
He does a lot of fun stuff in the moment with the yeah. crowd. He's got awesome comedy songs I've known for years. He's a good friend that I've wanted to reconnect with. So I'm glad that we could riff with you guys here today on the show. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you asking me to do this. And podcasts are the way we hang out with friends now. Sometimes we have to do that we to, have to, book to schedule it. Yeah. I, I scheduled a walk with a friend today because, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He He kept trying to text me and like call me to reconnect. And I was like... Can we just go on a walk? Yeah, just <laughs> like rather than me being in like my place and just like pacing around like on the phone, I was like, let's just walk. I'd it, rather walk. It do be like that. It do be like that. Well, I'll have to have you on my podcast and we're going to do a similar thing on my podcast. I would love to. I'm down. Do a similar thing. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love you. <laughs>